Stephen Darnell joins me back here for Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live G65, iHeartRadio. Stephen, welcome back to the show, man. Congratulations on new release, Menace. I checked yes, it sir. out. I already told you, man, that this is a great project that you were dropped. I feel as though that you're, you have a lot of chips on your shoulder. <laughs> I feel that way. I feel as though you, you really had a message with Menace. Yes, sir. I did. Um, um, you know, much like any project, our release is always like a, like a drop off, you know, to attack, you know, whatever I've I've dealt with in my life. Um, Menace was definitely addressing some childhood traumas, um, you know, some just traumas just just throughout life as an artist. So I feel like once I get it off my chest, then I can move on. So. So that's what Menace pretty much was for real for me. What were some of the things that you feel as though that you addressed on this new release that you've been wanting to get off your chest for the longest? Um, you know, I, I just felt like I, I had a, a point to prove, uh, just as an artist in terms of just having, a, you know, a dream to to make music. You know, a lot of people when I come from in Alabama, it's it's like a far fetched, it's like a fairy tale. Uh, so to speak. So I just really had to show people that, man, you know, my dreams, it's not a fluke. Uh, I could, I, I really, I really do this. Um, I worked on my craft, you know, obsessively. And I feel like it showed, uh, just in my flow, just in my delivery, my lyrics. You can see the improvement as an artist. Uh, I dealt with like, uh, bullying and stuff like that growing up as a child uh, doing part to like economics, just like, you know, lack of funds, um, you know, just dealing with all type of like social issues and, you know, growing up in a black community, man, you just gotta be tough. People always trying to see, you know, where your heart at. So I feel like the combination of all those things, was like the release on menace. It's like, yeah, I'm I stand I stand up for myself. Um I stand up for what I believe in. And if you notice on the cover, I'm kinda like, you know, in a boxer stand stands and that's like metaphorically like, you know, trying to stand up and, and, and fight back in life. You know what I mean? <sighs> With the title Menace, because it's interesting, because I kind of relate to it in a way, because when you are great at something or when you're pursuing something that you know that you're going to succeed at, a lot of people are envious, they're jealous. So they kind of paint you as this villain. And in this case, a menace. Do you feel mm -hmm. as though that it's kind of a, OK, I am what you portray me as? Yeah, I, yeah, I embraced it. Uh, you know, menace to me, you know, menace can take on. Uh, so many different like connotations. Uh, I, you know, perceive it to be someone who stands up for what they believe in, someone who's not afraid to be boisterous about their opinions, you know, their ideas. They speak the truth. Just a real genuine person. Someone who is not a puppet. Someone who's not easily swayed by popular opinion. Um, someone who doesn't have a hidden agenda. It's pretty much like with me, like what you see is what you get. Um, I'm not, you know, walking around and portraying myself to be the toughest, you know, person out there. Like I'm just ready to fight 
any and everybody. But I will say that I have no fear. Um, I don't fear fear anything, any anyone but God. So I was able to just speak my truth on menaces. I mean, it's four records. You know, shots out to my guy Don Carrera. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, import sounds. He produced every track. Um, so his style of production, you know, meets you know my southern draw, meets uh, East Coast flow, and you just you just mix it all together, man. I feel like you got a really unique sound. You know what I'm saying? I could tell. And I'm, even when we did our first interview, you, you've always kept it real with the lyrics. And now I'm a big lyrical guy because I want to be able to take something from it and have quotables and have something yeah. I can relate to my life with when listening to music. Yeah. Yeah. I like this you line. You're from New York. I'm from Connecticut, but I went to school in New York. So I know. Okay. Yeah. So I know East what type Coast. of time you're on. Yeah. East Coast. So East you, you were inspired by Goody Mob and Outkast. All that music and the lyric DMX, you you know, rest in peace to DMX. You mentioned him on your uh, your new project with Dog. We know that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So I get all that and w- which you're inspired by because when it comes to rap, this is what I like. This is yeah, rhythm yeah. and poetry, right? Yes, A lot sir, of times yeah. it's rap. Like, I don't know what it's turned into in the mainstream, but back mm-hmm. in the 90s and early 2000s, this is what you got. It would have been yeah. more party like with lyrics, you know, like this is how we do it and in the club and stuff, but it was still lyrical. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. I feel, I definitely feel like, you know, over time, once uh, people, I feel like if you speak to, you know, anyone that, that works in the music industry or, you know, kind of been around, I think that there's a formula in terms of a hit song that they kind of taken and they try to apply to every record. Um, everybody calls it like, you know, a radio record and stuff like that. Um, like I said, I just speak from the soul. I speak from my heart in terms of content. I do understand certain constructs and, and how to put a song together for it to be, uh, you know, more palatable uh, for the public and things of that nature. So I do feel like on in that part, there's a science to it. But for the most part, um, in terms of content, you know, I'm not I'm not fishing, you know, to say certain words or the popular terms or whatnot. I, I feel like, you know, you kind of have a disconnect with the artists and the song and the fans. It's more, it feels better when it's just genuine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't pretty much like go back and forth about like, whoa, what's, what's hot, what's popular, what's this or that. Like, I just, I just really just go. And I feel like, you know, that's how you make a hip hop classic, man. You just speak from the soul. You know what I'm saying? It comes from pain. It's not supposed to come from TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, man. Oh my God, man. I'm like, man, you know. I, I like you know, like I said, you know, I understand every facet of, of music and just in my journeys, the, the journey has been so long, and I was just like, man, you know, I'm getting better, but now I need an opportunity. I need my shot, you know what I mean? Because I personally want to do this at the highest of the highest level. Like that's the thing that that drives me. Like you know, before. 
when I was younger, it was the it was the rap lifestyle. But you know, really coming into my own as an artist, the number one thing that drives me is the fact that man, you know, I'm like a hooper. Like they want me playing the NBA. I'm like a you know, cat a football player that wants to go to the NFL. It's like you want to test your hand, your skill set on the biggest stage. It's like I love this, so I want to I want to see how I fare in front of millions of working in the studio with who we deem as, you know, the greats of our generation. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what I sound like next to, you know, such and such. So that's what I'm really pushing for. Like, cause, um, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm a dog. Like I made, like I made the song dog. Like I really feel like that when it comes to this rap, like, no, no one prepares how I prepare. No one approaches the work how I approach it. No one, you know, is as cynical as crazy as me. I tell my people all the time, man, I'm crazy. I got, I got some screws loose, man, because I'm so delusional when it comes to my dreams. Like I don't, I don't fit in any mold. Like I, this is my life. I don't. I'm not gonna get a do over. This is what I want to do, man. I want to be a rapper. I can't see myself being anything else. I don't want to be anything else. If I had to be something else, at least I could say, you know, I left a legacy. I got a catalog, you know, that I could share. But all in all, at the end of the day, I'm praying that I get an opportunity, man, get my shot. <laughs> you should and you will. And this brings me to my next question. Labels scared of me. I'm a bad investment. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel as though labels are scared of you? I Man, you know, Shouts out to my boy Aaron, man. Like when I when I was making that record, you know, shouts out to my boy Aaron. He, you know, I gotta give him his props, man. Th this guy, you know, I call him Guru, man. He's like a, you know, he's like a savant when it comes to researching and 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 just knowing the temperature. And when I was going, when I was approaching that song, I was like shock value. You know what I mean? What can I say that will make me? to sound even more menacing, you know what I mean? Uh, something that will go against the grain. And uh, when, I, like, when I started writing that song, I was visiting my family back home in Alabama. Um, and I was just in that Southern comfort mode. And the number one, everybody know me, the number one thing, I, I mean, I love cars. I love, you know, where I'm from and, and, and the gunk. It uh it's Chevy's box, Chevy's Caprices, you know, Rams. Uh, and my dream car is a, a SS uh Chevy Chevelle. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of lightheartedly making a joke, like, man, you know, blew your advance on a Chevy. <laughs> yeah, if I ever get that money, I the you know, labels gonna be like, uh, so yeah, we want to sign you, man. We, we, how you feel about five million? I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. But in the back of my mind, you know what I'm saying? I'm black, man. I'm a, I'm a Negro. So I'm like, I ain't never had nothing. You give me that, you slide me that money, I'm going to be like, what album? <laughs> what? Oh, I was supposed to do an album with that? <laughs> <Martin? laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, you don't, have a, you don't have an album to turn in? Oh, man, oh, I got this I got this car, man. <laughs> I spent the money. <laughs> I spent the money on this car. This all you got to show for it. So it's just like, 
I was just kind of like lightheartedly making a joke about labels being hesitant to sign. They pass me a check because they know that I was gonna do the black thing with it. I was gonna <laughs> spend it on like money, cars, and jewelry. Like, and I am. And uh, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting a long time. To, I've been waiting a long time to get signed. So when they pay me this money, it's like you know I have to stunt a little bit. That's Come on, man. I'm gonna make the records, but can I let me get it off? Just let me get it off my chest real quick. So it was just like a lighthearted, like um Eminem is like one of my favorite rappers. Man. Signed by Shady. Like, I, you oh had the my. reference on there. And so even with that being said, it's like you can see that I don't fit into the norm. I'm a country boy from Alabama. That would sign with Eminem, bro. That would be just that. Those two don't even sound like they're supposed to go together, bro. Like, you know what I mean? But Eminem's super dope. I always, you know, drew inspiration from Eminem since the eighth grade. You know what I mean? Shock value. Yeah, the shock value. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my shock value isn't like, you know, as scathing as his. But I feel like he would be able to respect the fact that I'm true to myself. But I'm not afraid to speak my mind at the same time. I'm not afraid to make a mistake. I'm not afraid to be looked at as wrong. I'm not afraid to troll. I'm not afraid to rub people the wrong way. I'm just not. I've been, like I said, I was bullied growing up. I've been in so many fights. I done won some. I done lost some. I done had black eye. raggedy car in front of school my skin is so thick like i nothing <laughs> nothing scares me man like at this point in life i'm truly not afraid i would sign with eminem and i would relish in it and i would spit the hardest bars the world has ever seen bro it'll be it'll be like i'm the next 50 cent project man like it'll be crazy another reference like, not shot nine times and even kanye with the broken jaw you had it on there <laughs> Shout out my boy Aaron again. He's like, bro, go, bro. Say the bro, say the most outrageous. Go and say the most outlandish bars, bro. Push. He was like, push, push it. Like my guy Aaron, he's like that, you know, say that voice with my show. Like, bro, push it. Say it. Say it. Say it. And I'm like, all right, I'm I'ma say it. And I said that because I remember when 50 first came on the scene. And after the nine shots, the energy behind that. I remember when Kanye, you know, had the accident, his jaws wired. Through the wire. Through the wire. And they both essentially made, you know, the biggest leap of their life in that moment because, you know, they had faced death. Their back was against the wall. Everybody doubted them. Nobody wanted to see them shine. So when I said that, I was like, I, I'm that same energy. I feel like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? 50 women barely speaking, you know what I'm saying? Kanye spitting to the world. Like, you know what I mean? Bro, I done, I done seen death. I look death in the face. What can you say to me? Oh, I'm not supposed to make a rapping. Oh, only 1%. Man, come on, man. Save that, man. Uh, we all know that we're not supposed to spend our whole life just working for the, you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. You got a dream, bro. Like, you got to grab something. You got to hold on to it tight, man, regardless of what people say. 
I grew up in an environment where people always going to try to tear you down all the time. That made me poke my chest out even more. That made me hold my head up even higher, man. My confidence right now is through the roof. Nobody can tell me nothing, bro. I can like, feel nothing. it, and that's good. <laughs> bro, I'm ready, bro. I get up in front of millions right now. I don't care. I get up in front of 50,000 at the Prudential, at Madison Square, Barclays, anywhere. Tonight, if they call me, I will go and I will rock it. That's how confident I feel in my ability. Not only because I just feel like that, but I put the work in. I swear, bro. Like People have called me crazy, obsessed when it comes to my craft, but I I seriously put the work and time in into understanding how to put these words together, man. I shed a lot of tears. I cried, you know, alone. I cried driving. I didn't cry before going on stage. Nobody can tell me nothing, man. I paid my dues, bro. So when I said 50 after nine shots, Kanye with a broken jaw, spit it through the wild hello world. I want all the smoke. I want it all, bro. I want all of it. Whatever you got for me, TMZ, Brett Club, whatever you got to say, any tabloid, man, you can you can write whatever story about me you want to write. I love it. You can boo me off stage. You can throw whatever. I cannot escape. As long as nothing happens to my children, anything outside of that, can, I, I don't care. <laughs> That's yeah. why I was, I was shady because I feel like he felt the same way. You know what I'm saying? But nothing anyone can say in a blog or anything could bring me down at this point. I don't care. I'm Superman at this point. Bullets bounce right off. So, I mean, fame, I feel like fame and all that people just take too serious, man. Like, you know, oh, man, what are they, what are they saying about me? What are they writing about me? What are the comments? But I don't care, bro. What a booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a boob and what a bag like you know what I'm saying I could care less about what such and such is wearing or what such and such said or who's hanging with who like at this point I'd have been through the worst in life you know what I'm saying already you know just dealing with my my mother dealing with addiction growing up um, my parents splitting at an early age you know, bouncing around from house to house, even in my my young adult life, bouncing from couch to couch, you know, broke, dead broke, you know, job after job, man, you know, chasing the dream, like wondering if it's going to ever pop off. So man, at this point, I don't care, man. This, I want to rap. <laughs> That's yeah. it. And you're doing it. I think you close a song kind of just with your own individual message and prayer. Hear me, God. Yes, sir. Yo, yo. I had to, man. You know, just growing up in Alabama, being raised by my grandmother, man, my faith. You know, you 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 raised up in church, man. So, you know, you know, my faith has always been a big part of my life. You know, what I'm saying people believe what they believe, but I truly believe in God, man. I've seen, you know, His works for myself. I I I feel I would have given up on my dreams long a long time ago you know if god himself hadn't spoke to me you know what i mean i don't know if you know everybody that listens to my music is spiritual um but 
I don't live in the physical, man. I live in the super, the supernatural. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I realize that physically, an A and R can, a label can tell me, oh, you need this and this and that, or a person can tell me, like, man, you know. You want to be a rapper, man. The market's saturated. You need this, man. You need that. You need a club. You need this type of song. But, and I appreciate the feedback, but at the end of the day, man, this God work. You know what I'm saying? Man cannot operate in the in the supernatural, man. Only God, you know what I mean? God ultimately controls that. And, you know, you know, shouts out my, my guy again, you know, because I keep mentioning Aaron because he like co-executive produced, you know, the project with me. So we had a lot of conversations and he was just like, man, you, you need one of those records where you speak for people. You know what I mean? Speaking for, um, you know, people that's really going through it, who don't really have a voice, who can't rap. You know what I'm saying? So on that song, it was emotion from what I was dealing with in my own personal life, but I was speaking from the point of view, you know, uh, of a soldier who's been deployed and, you know, been through war and had to come back and try to adjust to, you know, life, you know, back home amidst seeing, you know, death, amidst hearing guns going off and bombs and uh, near starvation and, you know, dehydration and just uh, the elements that, uh, you have to endure as a soldier, uh, the woman that's going through domestic violence, you know what I'm saying? The kid who everybody uh, feels is a lost cause, you know what I mean? And the trauma and the outlets you try to go through to, you know, appease how you feel about that. Like, I, I just, you know, find myself speaking for everybody. And in that moment, like I said before, just to bring it all, you know, full circle, I don't know how spiritual everyone is that listens to uh, my music, but even those people I was speaking for had reached their wits end and realized that, man, you know, I've tried everything. I've tried alcohol. I've tried drugs. I've tried sex. I've tried, you know, to even take my own life. And now here I am. And, and, you know, this is my, this is my one opportunity to reach out. Like, God, like, can you hear me? Like, you, you know what's going on in my life. Can you help me? Like, if you real, like my grandma and my mom and them say, then, you know, I want to see. Like, you know, like I, I said a line on her, how you heal the sick, make them demons flee. I was wondering if you really could do the same for me. You know what I mean? Like, I read that in the Bible. And as an adult, I faced some strenuous situations. So, you know, I talk to God like that, man. Like, you know, you all powerful. I need you to show up in my life right now. I need help. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those records that I feel like no matter what walk of life you come from, color, ethnic background, economic background, everybody can relate to that song. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. They can, man. No, and thank you for sharing and getting just exposing in a yeah. way. I was what I was, you go through, bro? I was, I was, I was on the verge of tears recording that song, and I was like, I could have did it over, but I was like, no, nah, I want to keep it, man. I want to, I want to sound like I'm about to cry on the song. You know what I mean? I wanted that raw emotion, 
to be a part of the record. And because so many times, you know, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to recording. So a lot of times as an artist, you can be like, oh, man, if it's not supposed to be in there, like, let me take it out to make it, you know, the song sound perfect. Um, But in that moment, it was just so vulnerable. And I laid the hook down. Like I was just on the verge of tears. You could just hear it in my voice. And I was like, nah, I told the engineer, like, nah, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it like that. I'm not gonna do it over. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, my boy DJ Hart, you know what I mean? He recorded it. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep it. And everybody was like, man, I felt that, bro. I felt, I felt your emotion in that, bro. Like, like everything I had gone through as an artist up until that point, because Man, now I've gotten in the space of trying not to judge an artist or uh, be like, oh, who deserves what spot? or Because I don't know what they've been through to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, I think we forget that every artist has a personal life, man. Every Everybody has a personal life. Everybody is fighting a battle. Everybody's going through do something, you know what I'm saying? So everything I, I went through up until that point was just like I just let it out, man. <laughs> you did. Yeah, bro, I let it out. It's a hard road trying to be a rapper, bro. Like a lot of times I'm like, bro, what was I thinking, bro? Like, man, I done messed up a bag trying to make it make it rapping, bro. I need that money back. A <laughs> lot yeah. <laughs> other people to mess up a bag, you know, supporting me or believing in me and investing in me. So I got to pay them back. I feel bad if, you know, somebody believed in me, put up money for me and stuff like that, put up time and effort for me. And like, they don't, they don't get to see any residual from that. No. I battle that on the daily. You know what I'm saying? What's the update on Stilo Green? This is your alter mm-hmm. ego. What's the update? Because I know you're going to have some work kind of just coming straight from that title. So what's the update on Stilo Green, your alter ego? Yeah, man. Um, I had I, I put out a project, you know, some years ago. It was it was called The Rise of Stilo Green. Um, yeah, man, Stilo Green. It's, it's weird, man, because it's like a two sided coin. You know, some days feel like Batman. Some days I feel like the Joker. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's a battle within. So I feel like Stilo Green obviously is a, a, a play on words for one of my favorite artists, Stilo Green. Um, but I just took my name, my moniker, and kind of like intertwined it, you know, and, you know, just calling myself Stilo Green. Much like CeeLo Green, you know, how he approaches his music, uh, not putting himself in a box. Exactly. Um, creatively, when I, I feel like that alter ego is when I get to approach my music creatively without being put into a box, like not being afraid to step outside of the norm and try to sing, you know what I mean? Try to be uh, melodic. Uh, try different cadences, you know, different flows. Try to rap on 
production that, you know, I wouldn't normally rap on. Just, you know, really pushing myself as an artist and saying the things that I would normally be afraid to, to say. They were scared of me. I'm a bad investment. Probably take my whole advantage and blow it on a Chevy. You know what I'm saying? Like, probably, you know, me, I was like, oh, that's not smart to say because <laughs> they might, you know, play that back and, you know what I'm saying, really take it to heart. But the artist in me be like, nah, say that, bro. Steelo Green, <laughs> say it. Go on ahead and say it, bro. It don't matter. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? You'll be straight. They, they get it. And um, I feel like I derive a lot of inspiration from, like, you know, the like. How he attacks his oh, art. kind of cut out. Who was the inspiration? It kind of cut out a little bit. Oh, yeah. I was just saying, like, oh, I would have, I would liken it to um or draw inspiration to like the likes of a, a Kendrick Lamar, you know what I mean? Okay. Cause a lot of times as an artist, you want to say stuff and make it make sense. And you know, I learned, you know, just from listening to uh you know some of the big artists in the game that sometimes man, you just gotta like allow the listeners to try to figure it out, man. You know, take from it what they take from it. it it don't necessarily have to be explained in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, allow people to find Easter eggs. Allow people to try and decipher. You know what I mean? Um, before, I don't think I left a lot of room to decipher because I try to put it so plainly a, t a lot of times. But, you know, now it's just like stepping outside of that box and, you know, Hey, let them figure it out. Don't explain it. Let them have that conversation piece. You know what I mean? You know, when you, uh, all of us hip hop lovers, you know, rap lovers, we sit around and be like, what you think he meant by, uh, you know, that such and such? Or like, I think he feel like, I think, you know what I mean? So I always wanted to have people sitting around after listening to the EP and like, yo, what you think he meant by this or, or that? You know what I'm saying? it could have meant this but it could probably mean this too and in 20 years from now they still be like I don't know I think he meant <laughs> so I wanted that man I wanted that vibe it keeps people For thinking sure. yeah to get people yeah to get get people thinking man get the get the you know the wheels turning in their minds and stuff like that man so so man I'm like I'm ready man I'm ready at this point to, you know, I'm trying to get on your level, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. Uh, so. Oh, man. Uh, but Steven, man, is there anything else you would love to let the audience know? Anything else that we didn't talk about here tonight as far as your yeah. upcoming rollouts after Menace? Or are you yeah. kind of just rocking with the Menace promo right now? Then you're going to drop some. You have some more stuff in the vault. What's 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 yeah. next up for you? Oh, uh, yeah, man. You know, just... Just really talking to my team, man. You know, just us having conversations. Uh, we really definitely want to push Menace to the world and, and really give it its proper due. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of times, us as artists, you know, we can get tired or become mundane with, like, pushing the same project and stuff because 
we done heard it a million times, a billion times. Um, but you gotta realize that it's still new to somebody in the world. So everybody has raved over the music and um, you know, I feel confident about this body of work that I really, really, really want to give it is just due and 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 due diligence and to getting out there. But after this, I'll only just be releasing singles, man. You know what I mean? Um, um, I got a lot of tracks from, you know, my guy, uh, Black Metaphor. He produced for, you know, a, a number of people in the, in, 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 the, in the rap industry. Jeezy, uh, Gucci Mane, The Game, 2 Chainz, you know, Jay-Z, just to name a few. So I was blessed um, to get some of his production. He's based out of Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm pretty much just not going to, like, you know, take the same approach in terms of like a body of work, but more so just like be consistent and, and just releasing singles um, and stuff like that. Um, and, but who knows? Just got to just keep pressing, bro. Like, I don't, I don't have all the answers, obviously, but it's good to just be around a team of people who believe uh, I'm always going to be releasing uh, content. I I recently uh, had a docu series, the real me. That okay. I was like, yeah, I was pushing that on on IG. So all of my IG posts is really like different episodes of the real me, and it was just basically an attempt at trying to get more of my personality out to the people, uh, connect with the people, having more content out, building my brand. Um, you know, so to speak, and I could f- I feel like you know my brand is is the best it's it's ever been. You know what I mean? Just simply because you know I could stake my claim on like who I am, how I am, you know, down to the uh, the very emoji um, that I use to speak on menace, man. So who knows, man? It's a lot, man. Hopefully, um. Somebody takes note and, and want to give me a shot, man. Want to take a chance on your boy? They should. <laughs> you feel me? Oh yeah, go Jets too, man. I'm a Jets fan, man. You're so. a Jets. I'm a Jets fan too. And bro. you're out in Jersey, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I live in Jersey, bro. Like I live in Jersey, bro. But you know, up, you know, being up here, you know, I live in Kansas City, so you know, I, I definitely root for the Chiefs. Um, but being here, you know, I just like yo. I'm going to adopt the Jets, man. You know what I'm saying? South Gardner, that's my guy. Um, You know what I'm saying? The Williams brothers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Quinnen and Quincy. Man, Cole, Cole. And, you know, I played football in high school and attempted to play in college before, you know. The ACL injury. Yeah, got hurt. But, you know, I always have a love for football because – I feel like any success that I receive as a rapper, you know, I could credit football a little bit for that also because, you know, being on the team, you learn discipline, you learn hard work, you learn uh, preparation, um, you learn how to be a dog, you learn how to fight through adversity, you learn how to be tough. So, you know, being on that football field, being in the trenches, practicing, being around, so many different personalities and so many different athletes and stuff like that. It's like when I attack rap, 
I still had that same mindset, like, yo, if I really lock in on my craft, I could separate myself from the pack. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm a Jets fan, and football is is life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? My son play. I'm at every game. I'm ruining them all. I'm giving them little tips and tricks and advice and stuff, and he is a dog. Like, he is a dog. So what position? Prime, uh, right now he's playing cornerback. Cornerback. Yeah. Prime, like prime time, man. You know, Coach Prime, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I told him I was like, man, he should play. Be on the defense. So now he don't shy away from that concept and tackling and stuff like that. You know, I can see him. I can see him really coming into his own, man. Now, so now all of the, the knowledge and stuff I gained, now I can build like you know with a creative player like <laughs> yeah creative player yeah my player and all that yeah man I can coach I feel like you know I come across a bag as an artist I definitely want to invest in my own you know little team little guys oh that's fire like six to eight years old you know that's that's my range right there you know what I'm saying I can I can mold those guys I could you know get them prepared for you know, the next level and and watch them grow, man. I like that age because, you know, they they're like sponges, you know what I'm saying, so to speak. So yeah, I I, I plan on doing that. The color scheme, the mascot, the equipment, the whole way. Much like Uncle Snoop is doing, I can see myself, you know, pretty much doing that same thing. And and, you know, giving a lot of young cats opportunities to stay out of trouble. And you know, chase their dream. You feel me? Oh, that's good. You'll do it too. And I'm, yeah, bro, you're gonna be a sister coach, man. We're gonna post them. We're gonna post that thing up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn them in the future Jets. Yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. Big oh. Jets. And, and Rogers better come bro. back soon too. I'm telling I pray you, he come back, man. Come, that's my guy, man. Like, I'm like, bro, please come back, bro. We need you, bro. I was really hoping was gonna. We was gonna get in the bowl this year, bro. Like they ain't go down like the first game, you know, with that injury. So, but he played quarterback, man. So he don't have to be as mobile. So I feel like you know, with some uh, some good rehab, I feel like he'll be back in, in full swing for sure. Yeah, I know people are talking that by Christmas Eve. Do you, you've been reading about that? Yeah, bro. I'm hoping, bro. Yeah. I listen to a lot of sports radio. You know what I'm saying? And I feel I hear I I've been hearing the whispers and so I'm like, bro, please come back, bro. If you come back, that'll be the best Christmas present, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we need sure, it. Bro. <laughs> That'd be dope, bro. I'm, I'm like, that yeah, would be bro. history too, because an Achilles, you, that's a whole year and some for some people. That's career ending for yeah. People, you know what I mean? Um, but no man, I think you can do it, man. If anybody can do it, you know. Aaron Rodgers definitely can do it, bro. He a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a top five quarterback, bro. Like he could definitely, he definitely need to come back. We need that, bro. Yeah. I'm hoping, do. bro. They they gotta get another receiver in there too. I think another receiver yeah. and O line help. Man, we need to call T.O., man. T.O. say he still got something in the tank, man. We need to get him a give him a shot, man. Let's see what he do. Yeah. For sure, man. At least, you know. You know, 20 yards in, red zone, let him throw that thing up, man. Let him go get it. 
yeah. I feel like T.O. would be a, a big asset to any NFL roster, but I love to see him on the Jets, so you know what I'm saying? That'd be history right there, man. Let T.O. come back and win a Super Bowl with the Jets. Be phenomenal, bro. <laughs> big time. Yeah, it's over. T.O., the... if you watch it, bro, come. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> show, bro. Yeah, no, I'm I'm hoping that we, we got to keep winning games here until Rodgers gets back. And, you know, yeah. I'm hoping for that bull, man. And it's great to know that you're a Jet fan because a lot of times, a lot of people aren't Jet fans. Most of the majority of the time, a lot of times people are Giant fans, <laughs> Cowboy fans, whoever's winning. So I like that you like the Jets. And they got oh, a good thing going. Bro. They got a great running back, great wide receiver, great defense. So he's even got the shirt. <laughs> bro, come on, bro. I'm, I'm ready to go in. Hey, That's nothing. <laughs> Put me in, bro. I catch a few passes, but now nah, Wilson, man, beast, beast. We got Breeze, man. Yo, they got a squad, bro. I watched them on Hard Knocks, and I was like, man, I was so excited, bro. Like, yeah. But then when Zach Wilson, when Rogers goes, that Wilson comes in, you're like, oh god, man. Zach Wilson. <laughs> he's a hard watch, man. I can't, man, bro, man. Oh my god, bro. I feel like. Like, like how we were just talking about like Steelo Bray, my alter ego. I feel like that's what he needs, bro. Like he just needs he just need a moniker, just a bad boy, man. You know, man, a different haircut, man, some tats, <laughs> something, bro. Like, bro, just get that grit about yourself because you know the intangibles there. It's just, I feel like it's just mental, you know. A lot of time when you play quarterback, it's a it's a mentality. It's a lot of pressure because you know it's so much riding on the position. But at the same time, if you put yourself in a position to alleviate said pressure, you can perform better. And I don't know if you read, you know, the columnist. I don't know if he listens to sports radio or whatever. But he just need to tune all that stuff out. Bro. Yeah, it's negative. And just right now. Yeah, just go out and play ball, bro. Unless you're just going to, like, take the negative and stick it up in your locker and use it. That's motivation. He need to listen to minutes, bro. I'm telling you, bro. He need to listen to minutes. I'll guarantee you he'll be a whole different quarterback, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. Come on, Zach. Go tune bro. in to menace, Stephen Darnell. I'm telling you, man. Menace is the soundtrack. For people who like just want to break free, bro. And Zach, you need to listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need to be all menace out here, bro. For real. Forget yeah. what them people talking about, man. Go out, do your thing, man. So what? You make a mistake, you make a mistake, man. So what? So what? <laughs> like, yeah, apparently he's he, he was a menace with his mom's girlfriend. Oh you know, my. He, he needs to be a oh, menace man. on the football oh, field. <laughs> man, bro. Yeah, no, I think that thing, I think that right there was kind of like the turning point. It's just like, man, I don't think, you know, he wanted that information to leak, but it's out. And, you know what I'm saying? Got to get past it and just play ball, man. Yeah. He'll be all right, man. He just like, he got Aaron Rodgers, got one of the, he got a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame quarterback to kind of like mentor him and teach him, you know what I'm saying? So if he soaked game, he'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, it'd be all right, bro. For sure, man. 
Steven, man, anything no. else you want to let no. the audience know? Anything? Um, Strain Menace on Spotify, man. It's, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. You know, all um, streaming platforms. But, you know, this was like Spotify is like the most popular one right now. Um, shouts out to everybody on my team that, you know, keep pushing me, keep me motivated, uh, you know, always help me stay uh, grounded, always help me stay inspired during the times where I feel like, and man, ain't no light at the end of the tunnel, you know what I'm saying? My boy Aaron, um, my boy Marvin, my shooter, you know what I'm saying? My cameraman. Man, it's, it's us against the world, bro. Yeah. Pac. Like, like, yeah, much like Pac. That's how I feel, bro. Like, you know, like Pac, like the thug life in Menace, you know, it could coincide. I mean, obviously Menace is uh, a bit, um, you know, less, you know, tenacious, but at the same time, the ideology behind it is the same, man. Whatever it is you want to be, whatever it is you want to do in life, don't listen to nobody, man. You got to go and you got to you gotta do it for yourself, man. That's real. That is real. <laughs> That's it. <Yeah. laughs> That's it, bro. Because they're not going to be around. I'm telling you. They're not going to be around, man, when you down bad. No. Nope. So you might as well go up. You know what I'm saying? You might as well go up, bro. Steven, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you for staying in touch. Next time we got to do one in person, man. Once I'm available, we got to do one so we get you on a freestyle. Yeah, whenever, bro. I'm down, bro. Yeah, I was hoping we could do this in in person, but I was like, yeah, however you want to do it. Yeah. You know, I'm not far away, so. Whenever you want to do the in-person, let me know, bro. Like, I'll pull up. It's nothing. Yeah. I appreciate you, bro. Like, I appreciate it. I see you doing your thing, bro. You done, you done definitely, you know what I'm saying, linked up with some heavy hitters in the game. Um, respect, man. So, I appreciate the opportunity, no doubt, bro. Of course, man. We're, we're locked in for sure. Steven, thanks again, man. Until the next yes, time, go stream Menace. And yes, sir. We'll, we'll link up soon, all right? All right, brother. Appreciate it, bro. All right, man. Let them know they can follow you on IG and all that, too. Yes, sir. Stephen Darnell 334. That's the IG. That's the Facebook. Um, You know, Stephen Darnell on, on YouTube, man. Um, And st- like I said, stream me on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, man. Stephen Darnell. That man is EP4 Records. Cove. 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 Yes, sir. You heard it from Stephen first, man. Thanks again. Until the next time, man. Enjoy the rest of your night. Likewise, bro. Thank you, bro. Of course. Anytime, man. Peace out. Peace out, my brother.